but does this lead us to another lead, story? And this leads ah, us to yes! another story. Yeah, the, maybe the best, one of the best. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> let's do it. Welcome to this week's episode of Load In, Load Out, a tour story podcast produced in Athens, Georgia, in association with Kindercore Industries. This week, we loop back around for part two of our discussion with the agenda. Ryan joins Matt Lewis, Kindercore co-founder Dan Geller, and frontman Justin Robinson. Topics of discussion include, but are not limited to, bandmates getting trapped in the closet, Justin Robinson gives a heckler the business with a folding chair, and a solemn invitation is extended to hang out in the fog. So, uh, hey everybody, I'm Ryan, and uh, Cash is not here, and this is Load In, Load Out, and uh, we're here to do the second half of the Agenda Mega episode. Um, agenda 2. Agenda 2. Um, Tokyo Drift. Jazz Odyssey. Yeah. We started the season, we started the season with, um, with uh, the first part of this episode, which uh, got so long and so late that we decided to... Make it a two-parter. So we're back to do the second part, and I'm here with uh, without Cash this week. He finally gets to miss an episode after I'm the only one that usually misses them. And we're back with Justin. Hello. Matt. Hey. Dan. Hi. And me. Um, so, hey. It's uh, the agenda talking about itself. It's the agenda talking about itself. Welcome. Cerberus. You are welcome. You're welcome. Um, I know that you're all excited about this. So Matt and I were talking earlier about how neither one of us really remember what stories we told last time. But Luckily, I see that Justin notes. <laughs> came with notes, um, which is good because we weren't really chronological and we were all over the place. And yeah. I think you went back and figured out what we didn't tell, right? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. we left off talking about England. Um, yeah. We talked about the van. Yes. Uh, we talked about a few different. Lots of Dwayne coverage. Lots of Dwayne coverage. We talked about a few American shows. But I, yeah, no, I broke it down uh, and have like a, a decent outline of like uh, different stories. This is from... the most organized podcast episode that's ever happened in this. I'm not an organized thing. person in my life. Yeah, I know. I'm organized about things like this. Uh, well, yeah. A trivial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even, even back in the day, you were sort of like one of the agenda's organizational hubs. Yeah. 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 I'm anal retentive as hell. I just don't have any yeah. um, desire to do real work. <laughs> <laughs> so you need if to only, disguise your real work as only, yeah. If only you could parlay this into my, you know my headphones just cut out. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah okay. I can hear you. You sound great. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's you know what? Let's just start with a with a topic. Pick a topic. What do you got? All there? right. So. Uh, do you guys remember the city of Detroit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so, at that one. We didn't tell any Detroit stories. We told no today. Detroit oh, well, stories. I only know that one. I told I Priscilla one. one today, actually, uh, when we were getting lunch. So if you don't have it on there, I'll throw it in. Um, so we let Detroit and the agenda got along. Yeah, we, 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 had two, we had two trips to Detroit. Yeah. The first time was on our first U.S. or our first U.S. tour. Was that the time when we didn't have a show there? But we no, decided no, that to go was in. the second okay. time. First time, do you guys remember Predator Strippers? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and and the Guns N' Roses shirt. Yes, yes. Was that the motorcycle one? Did that happen that time? Yes. Yeah, okay, I was there. Uh-huh. I was there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we and played at this 
like biker bar. I would what, call it that. What? Yeah. What was it? Was it? It was. It was the logger. The logger house. house. It was sort yeah. of a, a a Detroit garage rock institution, right? Yeah. 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 There the, just happened to be bikers there that night, right? Well, I think the, no, I that was the door guy. Night. Yeah. Yeah. The biker was the door guy. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why he was. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what was going on? Wow. Yeah. Right, hold that thought. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we played at this place, <laughs> the the logger house. Which, like, to say to set the scene too, it was like between two burnout buildings. Oh yeah, remember? okay. So I had never, like, <laughs> I had never been to Detroit before in my life. And this was pre like Detroit being run by right. random bears running around. Yeah, like, and uh, like yeah, the the street or like the club was like right off the interstate. I feel like or um, right off the right off a major highway. Well, do you it remember was like under the? Highway. Do you remember how we? No, no, it was <laughs> it was off a little ways. But do you remember how we got lost and I had to go to that liquor store? Yes. And try and get directions. And nobody wanted to go in to get directions because it was like the sketchiest liquor store ever. And so I decided to employ a trick that I um, I think is actually really helpful and everybody should use this in real life. But if you're in a situation that's like kind of sketchy and feel like maybe it's not like going to go the way that you want it to, just act crazy because nobody wants to deal with that bullshit. And so if you just go into a situation and just, you know, kind of talk to yourself or, like, just act like you're crazy, well, yeah. everyone gives you a wide berth. You immediately have, you know. So I walked – go ahead. What were you going to well, say? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the image that I have in my head is still going to be you putting a thermal yes. undershirt on top of your your regular shirt. Yeah. Uh, and then um, messing I messed up my your hair, hair up. Yeah, yeah. And, and then just like, <laughs> I do remember this. Yeah. like working on this like thousand mile stair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went in, and the thing that was so amazing about this place is it's the only retail establishment I've be- ever been in where every product that they sold was behind bulletproof glass. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> like you walked in, and it was like uh, the the st- everything in the store was against the outer wall with bulletproof glass around all of it. And you had to go up to these slots to talk to them to ask for things. And it was like a liquor store, a convenience store. And there were all these people in there, and I had to wait in line. And there was this, like, she could have been 60, she could have been 90-year-old woman um, who was in front of me. And she asked the guy, she obviously knew the guy that she was buying from and asked him for douche. And he asked her what kind she wanted. And she said, you know, my my kind. And, and the usual. And so he gave it to her because he knew she didn't have to tell him. And then she said, well, time to get to work and walked out. And she was going to, you know, go be a prostitute. And that was kind of, you know, it was sad. It wasn't really the even the chips were behind the glass in that place. So I asked for directions eventually when I got up to the front and got them kind of and we got there. I remember when we pulled up, there was like a giant pothole outside of that place, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, like, you could have almost driven a car in it, probably. And it, there were like either either the building right next to it yeah. or like on both sides of it were burned down. Yes. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like exposed brick walls with like trees growing inside. Like, yes. it looked like what we saw in England when we went to places that were bombed during World right. War II. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. So, anyway, so Detroit. So that's, that, that's, that's yeah. the scene. It's yeah. like totally. It's a cool bar. Yeah. Super yeah. cool bar, but it's definitely sketchy part of town. Oh, yeah. Sketchy vibes. Yeah. Sketchy people hanging out. Mm-hmm. We played... I don't remember who we played with that, that was, first time. Um, that wasn't the go. That was the No, that was with... Uh, 
it was somebody kind of cool. Was it like oh. Demolition Doll Rod yeah, or something like, like that? Yeah, yeah. They were like cross-dressing, like Iggy Pop kind of whatever. He was hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, I don't know. You were hanging from the ceiling. There was a lot of hanging from the ceiling. I don't really remember the yeah. show at all, but I remember there were these two girls there uh-huh. that were dancing on the um, bar. Yeah. And they both had like Predator, predator dreads. Yeah. And Ian. Field Earth. And Ian. Yeah. And yeah, that, I think that's what we were calling him was Battlefield Earth. And Ian was like, he was single. Yeah. And he was ready to mingle. He was ready to mingle. <laughs> and he. Um, and do you remember them talking about what they did? Like how they made money? That they had no, like a porn site or something? Like oh, they really? were, yeah, yeah. Were they like Suicide Girls or something like that? No, they were, well, like, or I mean, they were like, they were off the, girls. yeah. I just remember it being a thing that we were all kind of like, what? Like, that's a thing that people do for a job now right like it was early in that yeah it was ahead of know. the curve for they sure. were ahead of the curve with their hairstyle and with their job because it still hasn't come in to style yet they're not, way ahead not yet <laughs> um but i just remember i remember like going in the bathroom <laughs> and like coming out and there were these two girls and they were standing on top of the bar mm-hmm. and they had taken off their shirts and they had put agenda stickers over their boobs. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck yeah, is going Yeah, you're like, on? what is happening in this place? And it, the vibe in that place just kept getting rowdier. Right. Like, remember, it just kept, like, it was, escalating, like, it escalating. kept escalating. And it was, like, in another town, it would have, like, just kind of faded out and it would have been fine. But, like, it just, people kept getting, like, a few people kept getting more and more aggro. And, like, this whole time, the the bar, or the door guy had a motorcycle outside right. on the street. Like this big fancy, like it was a Harley, I yeah, think, it was right? A it was and it was point. super fancy. And at some point, he went inside, and this other guy who was friends with him took off all his clothes, except for his like, except, underwear, except for his underwear, and started posing all over the motorcycle. Right, like he was, he was in, like, like, in like a, a sexy photo. <laughs> yeah, like he was on like a poster from the eighties from from Spencer's Gifts or something. Uh, and like yeah, posing all over it, just like dragging himself all over the thing. And the guy came back out and flipped out. Yeah. Like, flipped out on his friend. Was just, like, not having it. That was not okay. Right. And, like, I I remember the guy, like, getting off and, like, running away in his underwear still. (laughs) uh, Because the guy was so pissed. And I guess this was maybe towards... This was... I guess we can... I'll wait on this. No, no, no. no, That's not how it ended or no. So, like... Yeah, like... (laughs) The guy, like, backed his fucking motorcycle yeah. up into the door of the bar. Yeah, yeah, that he then, worked at. Yeah, he worked at, and yeah. then just revved it for, yeah. like, five minutes. Yeah, or maybe long, not five minutes, for a long time. Filled it. Filled the entire bar with, like, exhaust smoke. <laughs> People are running out yeah, of all the doors, yeah. like, oh, my God. It was like God. a poison cloud, like, was, engulfing the bar. We were all, like, outside, like, Unbearable, the And then he, yeah. like, took off. Yeah, and then he was just, yeah, he was, that guy was not and happy. And it just totally killed the, yeah. Yeah. Killed the bar. yeah. It's important to note that, like, these were our people. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, they were way into what we were doing. You audiences enjoyed yes. us oh, no, as yeah. much as they do. And I Absolutely. think, like, a theme, for me at least, throughout that whole tour uh-huh. was the more people liked the agenda, uh-huh. the less comfortable yeah, yeah. we were uh, right. around yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's totally true. It's like, yeah, because I feel like our music wasn't necessarily, it, it appealed to people that were way dirtbaggier than we oh, were. Yeah. And right. we were pretty dirtbaggy at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, relatively, you know, more than we are now, certainly. Right. Oh, yeah. That was um, peak dirtbag. Yes. <laughs> I feel like for all of us, that was probably peak dirtbag. Yeah. That, so this was before, this was not the one where we went to the after party. No, no. That, that, okay, that's, okay. That's, okay. So, yeah, yeah. 
So then we're, we're, we're like, okay, we're not fucking staying in Detroit. I, but I also think it should be pointed out that Ian, well, like you said, he was the, single. Right. This before the te- that he was trying to like flirt sh- with those girls. Yeah. And they were trying to flirt with him. And there was this sort of a common theme, I feel like, with Ian, where he was incredibly attractive, but had a real inability to flirt with people well no it was well, it was, <laughs> it was like, we were like really weird situation no i think i think that they had invited us to stay with them okay i don't and, remember that but i may not have been there for that but maybe not yeah but i but i remember we were like fuck we're not staying in Detroit. we're getting out of we're this place fucking, yeah uh, we're getting out of the city but ian had this awesome like vintage guns and roses <laughs> t-shirt yeah before they were making like like yeah. target guns and roses t-shirts right. like the real deal yeah he yeah. had like a from it was like a 80s guns and roses t-shirt and one of the girls was like <laughs> i'll give you a kiss for your shirt yeah and so he was like and we were all getting in the van at this point right because right. it was like hurry up hurry up yeah. and he ran back and gave them his shirt yeah right? and got a kiss yeah and then we're like we're like going down the interstate and he's like oh man well, we all started making fun of it. You were, I remember because you were like, dude, you gave away your shirt. That shirt's fucking awesome. What are you thinking? And we all started kind of making fun of him. And then he got – and he was like, oh, man. Now I'm really upset. Oh. So then we turned around and went back. And he was like, I'm sorry. I need my shirt back. We hope you're enjoying this week's show. If you are, head on over to kindercore.com where you'll find a plethora of metaphorical pinatas, including a place to sign up for information about our new manufacturing concern, Kindercore Vinyl. We also invite you to check out the other Kindercore podcast, Wild Combinations with DJ Mahogany. Every episode, Mr. Mahogany and a specially chosen guest pull a particular thread that runs through movies, music, and sex. You can check it all out at kindercore.com and now back to our show so i don't know if you remember breakfast the next morning at cracker barrel um yes so uh, let me yeah, tell I think you we told that story the last did we t- when yeah. i was throwing yeah. up in the bathroom and yeah. okay so that yeah me and matt were and and dan were we pretended like we were the strip yeah <laughs> yeah yeah cracker barrel that was a good time we didn't pretend we were just went along with it right yeah <laughs> and in those days it didn't take much to it did be not take much for the strokes right. no. there were a lot of lookalikes touring the we US. were not one of them though <laughs> no we didn't look anything like them but you know we were greasy we were about we a were foot greasy. shorter yeah we were <laughs> way less rich so that was detroit part one detroit yeah. part two we we had a show in toledo ohio yeah that we were supposed to be playing with Jucifer, I think, or I think that might be right. And it got canceled. It got for some canceled. Reason. Yeah. And so we like showed up in Toledo. There was no show. And we're like, <laughs> fuck. And we were like, what's the closest city? And like you, maybe we looked up online, or we looked up, yeah. we, or probably not online because we didn't have no. smartphones. Right. Maybe I think maybe the Toledo paper had like a like a sort of flagpole kind of paper that uh-huh. had like shows, but it had shows in Detroit too. Cause I think Toledo's pretty close to Detroit, like two hours. And it said garage rock band no. contest. Well, no, no, it's it's just... <laughs> <laughs> we there. no, no. Well, somehow we found out that the go were yeah. playing in Detroit that night. And we were like, we've heard them, right? Like, yeah, we can, let's go see if we can get on that bill. And and it was at the logger house again, which right. like we, we were like that went over well last time. Yeah. yeah. So let's go see. So we drove there, and this we must have found out a little earlier on because I remember we got there. We were there first, like waiting, and yeah. then people started to show up, 
And when the go pulled up, we were just like, hey, so, you know, we had a show drop out. We don't need any money or anything. Do you mind if we play? Right. Yeah. We just were like, we want to play. Just we'll play for free. Yeah. We'll play, you know, now. Yeah. We just needed a show and, you know, and we switched. So we just out. drove up here to see if it would happen. And they, and were, they were like, like yeah. cool. Yeah. And they let yeah. us play. We opened the show. And then they gave us 200 bucks after the show. Yes. Like, their manager straight up, like, walked up to the stage. On the stage before we got off and was like, holy shit, guys, that was incredible. Here's here's some money. Yeah, that was amazing. But that was, they had a guitar player, right? (laughs) They did have a guitar player. I've got got that You've got, okay, yeah. yeah. So, first, before that. Uh-huh. All right, so like we play with the goat. It's a great show. <laughs> they gave us two hundred bucks. It was yeah, like a total like. So we were all freaking out. Yeah, like, holy and they were shit. like, "Yeah, hey, do you guys want to go to a party?" Yeah, and we we're like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah, because we didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, and so and we're like, "We're in for Detroit tonight. We'll do it." And so um, there was a woman. Yeah, this is the story I told Priscilla earlier. <sighs> I mean, I don't remember how old she was. She was older. She was than way us. older than us. Yeah, but and I mean, and she, now that we're old, I hesitate to say that she was in her early 40s i want to say she was in her late 40s because that makes me feel better now i think she but, was probably in her early 40s but she was she was like at least 10 years older than the oldest one of us and was had had as much or way more to drink than any of us had. oh oh yes yeah. more. <laughs> and, more and more. and she had us follow her right in her car yes so we were driving our van behind her were you, you weren't i here, was not there so for this, this was, the dam wasn't on you must have been with world trade yeah. at this point yeah. So we're following this lady through like residential neighborhoods and definitely it started to feel like we're getting lost or like she doesn't know where she's going. And at some point she stops her car in the middle of the street. Yes. In the middle of the street and gets out in a neighborhood, gets out, leaves her door open, like comes up to the van and our van was, you know, a tall van. And so I think Joseph had tried to like roll the window down, but she wanted the door open. Right. So the doors, driver's side door is open in our van, and she's talking to him in mid-conversation, pulls her underwear down, pulls her skirt up, and just squats and starts peeing while in she's talking to him. <laughs> just, just peeing in the street while she's talking to him about this party that's going to be the best party. It's going to be so great. As Here's she's, a little preview. As she's, yeah, exactly. If you guys were wondering what you're in for, here you go. So she's peeing in the street and this and like I remember thinking like this is kind of a nice neighborhood. Like it was right. like like it was like a suburban Detroit neighborhood with like mm-hmm. decent houses and stuff. Uh and so we followed her to the party. I wanna say I think I maybe was like either really drunk or really tired and just stayed in the van because I don't think I actually went into the party. I went into the party. Yeah. I went into the party. I know Joseph <laughs> and I know Joseph went into the party because he was talking to the guitar player. So the guitar player in the go yeah. claimed yes. that no. he now we don't know this is can, we can't verify this. Is the go a new was they, were they a new band at that time or was no they, they had been, been around, around since like the late nineties. Okay. Jack White had uh, either produced their first record or been on. I think he guitar. was in the, yeah because they the go started. I remember they were on Sub Pop and they started oh, okay. as them. a bowling yep. team. Yeah, and there was something, and Jack White had something to do with it, and they like made recorded some songs for the fuck of it, and then put out records. Yeah, they were like way ahead of the garage rock trend. Yeah. Like their first record came out in like 98 or 99 yeah. or something like that. So like well, I mean, I guess there was plenty of garage rock in the 90s, but like Sure, but that 4th, 5th, 10th wave whatever yeah. it was, that 2000s wave, the Yeah, they were they, they were ahead of that. And anyway, so the guitar player in the Go, he claimed that he had been the guitar player for Kid Rock. In and, his original band. And moreover, 
complained he, that he had written all of Kid Rock's songs. songs. Wow, that's something I'd want to take credit for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was a it was a sob story, right. About how Kid Rock had stolen the songs yeah, from him, stolen Bawa Taba specifically, oh. Cowboy. Okay, yeah, he he told us that he had written Bawa Taba, Cowboy, and one other of the big hits. Okay, and yeah. But he got hooked on heroin. Yep, he was chasing the chasing dragon. the dragon, <laughs> which I believe was the first time that I ever heard that. He expression. actually said that. Oh, yeah, he cool. was like, "Yeah, man, I've been chasing the dragon." I think that's where I heard it for the first time was when you told me the told story. story. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> you can't chase the dragon forever. Yeah. I yeah. believe is what he said. Yeah, but uh, he was right. I think. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, he was. He was very. He was very burned by Kid Rock. Yeah, right. He, he yeah, was. He, was, he, he felt, had nothing. He had nothing nice <laughs> to say about Kid Rock. And you know what? I believe him. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, at that party, let's see. So there was that guy. Uh, I think like I was still eighteen. Like, yeah, you were still like wide eyed exploring school. the world. Yeah. So this was definitely. The was that first... the first time you had ever seen people doing cocaine? Just this is, yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly where I was going with this. This is the first time I've ever seen anyone doing cocaine, and absolutely the first time I ever uh, had anybody yell at me while on cocaine. <laughs> and the fact that it was about how much they liked our band didn't—it didn't help. He's like red face, screaming like, at you, two inches away from me. Oh like, my god! And it was like, thank you, man. It's like Thanks. you're welcome. And now yeah. that happens to you every day, right? He like grab, <laughs> grabbed you by your ears. <laughs> I love your band. Yeah. No, I mean, like it was crazy. I knew exactly yeah. what was happening because I had seen movies before. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. I yeah. Mean, it was just dead on. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, right? It Apparently, um, that's what they say. So yeah, that was, yeah. That, that's all I remember about Detroit Part Two. Yeah, those were good shows, though. I mean, I remember yeah. that being some of the most fun that we had playing shows. Yeah, I like mean, Matt said, those were our people. Well, you know, have you ever seen? Even that? though we didn't want to be around them, <laughs> yeah, we have just wanted s- them to see us play. Have you ever seen that Jim Jarmusch movie, Coffee and Cigarettes? Yes, I think that the Logger House is in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, the, wow. the scene where Jack White and Meg are playing with the Tulsa coil. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Know, I think. Yeah. That, I think there's a part of that yeah. thing where they're at the logger house, but okay. I could be wrong. I also remember that everyone there had weird chips on their shoulder about Jack White and the White Stripes. Oh yeah, they had yeah. Big. How many conversations mm-hmm. did we have about that that day? And I think that they may have had they already moved away from Detroit at that point, or they still lived. No, they there, were still but, living in Detroit, but they but were. That like, was that was at their peak of their. Everyone was mad at them for something. Right. And it was that was also wasn't that either it was right around the time when he and that guy from the band the Von Bondies had that when he beat the shit beat out the of shit him. out of that guy, and I I want to be like yeah dude like I might have done the same thing because like everyone was being a total bastard about it. like I mean I'm I don't know him I mean maybe he's a total turd but like they were so attacking him like just for being popular, uh so yeah I mean I can kind well of that see was that. also happening yeah. to us. Here, here, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Not to that scale, obviously. It would, yeah. it would have been like that had we been that successful. People well, would have totally hated us. Yeah, no, and some people did. And fortunately, I mean, I guess so. Those people now have since apologized and become friends, and so the stories really aren't as good anymore. But if those people hadn't apologized, there would have been some really good stories <laughs> about what turds they were. <laughs> Speaking of turds, did we talk about the of Montreal feud? I was. That's on here. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. That's one where peace has been made now. Yes. But hugely. It, the story bigly. should still be told. Right, right. Absolutely. So, yeah. This is when we. Because we all know how this turned out. We, we're, in Wis- <laughs> we're in Wisconsin, staying at Dan's parents' house. And it's probably yep. the first time yep. I've been able to use the internet. Yep. And you went right to it. 
Well, no. It got right in there. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> mixed it right up. So it's like the first time I've been able to like check my email and shit in like yeah. a couple of weeks. And so I got on and, you know. I'm you were like, on some kind of message board, right? Or something? Well, I was looking, as people do, mm-hmm. for stuff about their band online. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you were yeah. Googling us. Yeah, okay. And I somehow came across this indie rock message board. <laughs> I don't know if it was specifically a Kindercore or Elephant Six. It was Elephant or... Six. Okay. Yeah, it definitely yeah. wouldn't have been a kindercore specific one but yeah. yeah so it was this elephant <laughs> six indie rock message board and there was this post and it was all talking shit about the agenda maserati the new rock band the new, all, day. Yeah, yeah all these i don't even paper lions, paper lions. Well, basically yeah. all of the bands that we were on tour with at the time right yeah right? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so it was this post and it was just talking tons of shit about what is the fuck is Kindercore doing? Yeah, yeah. We Why are crazy. they putting out these fucking bands? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? They're probably right. But, <laughs> <You know. laughs> but anyway. I, we put out music we liked. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, so they had like, <laughs> they, there, it was like this post that was just talking all this mad shit about us. And so me being the kind of person I am. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> I created a profile for myself. Yeah. It was like called like a Montreal sucks dicks or something. <laughs> like that. I remember like as an aside, I remember finding out that this was like happening slash had just happened and being like, no, Oh, oh God! I mean, I was. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, I did this. On and then my- Dan and I got in trouble for that. Yeah, like, and also God. we have to remember this is a Montreal pre polyvinyl. Yeah, this, so this is, was yeah. Twee. Yeah, Montreal. Twee yeah, Montreal. Yeah. This is not super mega popular. Like no. popular, more way more popular. Way more popular than, than us. us yeah. but, sure, but they were still losing us money. So um, anyway, so of Montreal, I I wrote this rant making fun of. <laughs> Grant making fun of of Montreal and all of these other twee bands that were on Kindercore <laughs> and all these bands from Athens and people from Athens and just like it was a huge. I never place. read it. I wish we had screenshots of well, all that stuff. Oh, that'd yeah. be amazing. oh my god! It was like you know, like you know, most posts were like a paragraph long. Out there I wrote like a goddamn go book, like yeah. just like a ten page like post. Like you went all post. in, all in, Put it all, all your cards on the table. About an hour or so later, uh, you guys got a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> about my and maybe I, I maybe I did tell you guys about it or maybe I didn't. No, we yeah no. I remember we found out about it while we were still there. Right. Because for some reason I have this visual of the actual computer and the room that it was in and being like son of a bitch. Like <laughs> god damn it! If we the computer still that, sitting there with the big just, LCD <laughs> or CRT screen. <laughs> <laughs> Dick and Jackie gather around. Um, but so, yeah. Uh, no, so we definitely knew about it. But then this was before, like, we were about to go into that round of playing a bunch of shows in Ohio. Yes. Right? And now Montreal was ahead of us by They were day. like, yeah, they were two like, they were basically us. on the same tour schedule yeah. as us, but they were like a day or two ahead of us every show. Yeah. And Derek was tearing down all of our posters. Well, remember every- how we found out is that we got to... This place in Columbus. God, I, think. I remember this vividly. And it was, it was like Cleveland. 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 Yeah, yeah, Cleveland. Because we had gone to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum, which was fucking amazing. Yes. Oh, that was great. And we were like, and that was incredible. And we go into this place, and I, I, that was the show where there were like, there was like laptops. Like the people playing with us were like a laptop. Band, they were like noise right? folks. Like something. it was on like. A, I mean, we played so many but I mean, I, shows with laptop bands. But I remember like specifically walking in and being like, oh, son of a bitch, this is not going to be a good show. 
And well, and I was so from my other band was so sick of that because that's yes. what we played. And that's all what the I, time I'm like, oh no, please. No. I remember you specifically being like, oh motherfucker. <laughs> so we walk in and the bartender's like, hey guys, aren't you on Kindercore? And we were like, yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, so Montreal played here the other night, and it was really weird. The the drummer got up and bass player. No. He switched back and forth, and he had been playing drums at this point because he said the drummer got up in the middle of the song and tore down all the agenda posters <laughs> and ran, the song. ran into the bathroom and stuffed him in the toilet. Yeah, mid-set. Which was great for a lot of reasons, one of which that he stuffed him in the toilet, but whatever. So anyway, yeah, and so the club was just like, what's up with that? And I was just like, um, I don't, I don't, you know. I so know, we started it, know. right? You started it. No, they started it because they were the ones that, Derek was the one who had written the post. Oh, he oh, had written responding that post. to them. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 I thought it was just the... a third party that wrote that post. It was uh, my understanding. Let's say that it was Derek, and it'll make us feel better. It may have not have been. Maybe. But we I all, don't think like, it was. To be <laughs> fair, Derek and, and us all are great now. Oh, right? yeah. No, We're I all love Derek. Friends. Derek's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was 23. This is the no, same yeah, stupid shit that a 23-year-old. No. It's important to note, this was the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know, 9-11 was still a fresh memory. We were, while on tour, watching yeah. our country, like, in slow motion, go into a stupid war that's still going on now. Yeah, uh, tension yeah. was running high. Yeah, uh, sure, yeah. sure. Blame there are a lot, good, lot of good excuses. There are a lot of good excuses, yeah. Also... Yeah, we were just dicks too, but well, yeah. but really, I mean, that was really Justin. That was, was really dick. on you. Really I mean, we all did, we all did our share of things or so whatever. Then, but that was that was you. I had so nothing to do with it. The yeah. Telegraph people threatened to fine us. Yeah, they threatened to fine us. I mean, to be fair, they wound up stealing the record label, and one of them had to flee the country. So you know, that's a preamble to a much longer story that won't be told on the podcast. But like, they were <laughs> they were, movie. They were garbage movie. people or the TV show. Uh, fucking criminals that like literal criminals so you know whatever we'll leave that there but yes they did they were our distributor at the time and called and threatened to find the agenda and i remember laughing at them of course i didn't know that within a year they would fire me from my own company and steal all of our money we'd steal all of our money and then flee the country but whatever (laughs) besides the point they're fucking criminals but i remember being in the in the so that we went to the rock and roll hall of fame two days in a row Mm -hmm. and we went back the second day and i remember being in the van pulling into the parking lot and getting out to go in and them calling and having them screaming at me on the phone while we were getting ready to go into the thing and just being like what the fuck is happening and then we went to a couple other places and there were there was more defaced poster situations like i remember at that place remember that place that was in it was in kentucky but it was yeah, near was, Cincinnati. Yeah, it was. It's the it's the city right across the river from Cincinnati. Is this where the? Yeah. But does this lead us to this another le- story? And this leads ah, us to yes! another story. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the best, one of the best. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> I forgot about this. Oh God. Let's do it. How uh, can I mean? I I'll never forget. These were this. these were dark. Like these weren't good shows. Those few shows, I remember feeling like they were like the one in Cleveland was pretty shitty. Yeah, like, it, it was just a bad wasn't show. like our audience. And it was after Detroit where we had had some good shows. Yeah, and uh, and so I remember like in the the Cleveland one when we, whatever town in in Kentucky we were in. I remember I t- I took off and went to try and get some pizza somewhere, have like dinner by myself, and I just remember sitting there and being like, man. Shit is not going well. Like this is not the way that I want this to be happening. And then we got back to the place, and there was more. Head of Montreal written over agenda oh, I posters. Don't even know. There was some poster writing Maybe. on things there, 
and I played that place with a couple of different bands, so it's hard for me to remember which time was which. But um, so then go on. All right. So, yeah, we. I don't. I don't know the name of the town, but it's like literally, it's whatever town is right across from the city of Cincinnati that's yeah. in Kentucky. And it was a big place. Yeah, there. it was a big like place, bigger than the forty watt. It was like a yes. big hall. Yeah. And it was in an old building. Like right. it had been like some kind of old. It was nice. Yeah, it was, it was a nice place. Yeah, it was a nice yeah. place. So we get there, and there's another touring band that we're playing <laughs> with. This yeah. band, they were from Boston, I think. Yeah. And they were called the Beatings. Uh huh. And then, and then I <laughs> oh, think. Oh God, yeah. And then oh, I think boy. I think there may have been a local band. Yeah. Well, we was that was the it show Lexington where we were. Uh, no, it wasn't no. Florence. No. I don't know. Just don't, don't <laughs> just say map. don't just say it, names like of places Newport, in Kentucky. Yeah, I think it's called Newport, Newport News or yeah, yeah that's in Virginia. Uh, oh, but okay. it might have been Newport, Kentucky. Okay, yeah. Newport, Kentucky. Okay. It doesn't anyway, matter. Uh, and Speed Dealer, formerly known as Ario Speed Dealer, was supposed to play with us oh, that show. Okay, and they had broken up because one member of the band had stolen another member's. <laughs> Uh, property to buy drugs. Oh my god! Yeah, I, and, and I bet they dealer. were all shocked <laughs> yeah, that a member that's, of that's... Speed Dealer stole money from another member. Just a sidebar there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we were the headliner for that show. Really? We ended up being a headliner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that being canceled. Yeah, that's canceled. where and that's where the animosity came from, right? I don't even know. Yeah. I have no idea. I never found out. Well, anyway, so they were not good. The beatings, right? I don't. I don't think I watched. Them. I remember them being like good. a like a shambolic, but not in a good way, like shitty indie rock band. Yeah, like, I don't. I, I don't, remember them not. I don't being remember good what band. they sound like. But, I yeah. didn't, I don't think I watched them. I, yeah, you know, I probably hung out in the back. I, I think that was definitely like I said. That was a point I think where we were like all kind of in separate corners. Yeah, I was like, watching the show by myself. I think myself. everybody was kind of just like I think I was watching with the Ian actually. Yeah, but what I do remember is <laughs> there was a dude at the show, this kid who was hanging out in the front. And he kept yelling, "You guys are ripping off Radio Birdman." <laughs> um, he kept yelling that at me. He was so proud of himself that he knew who Radio Birdman was. So we, back when we first started the band, we used to wear armbands all the time. Uh-huh. And I guess Radio Birdman wore armbands back in the seventies. Okay. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, yeah. All I, I had heard like one Radio Birdman song at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. It, like they weren't not an influence no, on us in no. any way whatsoever. Uh-uh. So. No. But this kid kept fucking being like, Radio Birdman, Radio... Like, the whole set. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, we're playing one of our songs, and I turn my back. And I'm, like, rocking out and stuff. And all of a sudden, everything is dark. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, and I feel trapped. And I realize that someone... I has, am trapped! Someone has run up on stage and dunked dumped a fucking trash can over me like an industrial trash yeah, can d- one of those big, giant big ones rubber, yeah, yeah. yeah big rubber yeah. trash can over yeah. my body yeah. and I fell down <laughs> and I got up and I threw the fucking trash can off and I'm looking around and that kid and the guy that kept yelling Radio Birdman is just staring at me and there were these pl- plastic folding chairs that were like on the floor yep yeah, and I jumped off the stage and I grabbed one of the chairs and I just fucking hit the kid. <laughs> I just fucking hit him like re- total wrestling move, just fucking smack, smashed the plastic chair against him. His girlfriend's like, "What the fuck?" And yeah, because he didn't do it. He, right? didn't, he do didn't do it. it. Oh. This is like when my chihuahua used to bite me. When another dog would bite him, he would turn and bite me. This is like, this, yeah. But I just, so he, you know, he was yeah. antagonizing me the whole show, so yeah. I just, like, this put, is your fault. <laughs> I just assumed that it was him. 
So I attacked him, and then I got back on stage. We finished the set, and then after the show, people were like, "Oh no, that was, it was the other band, the lead singer of the Beatings, like was the one who dumped the trash can on you." Threw the trash can on you. Oh, so Jesus. I like went and apologized to the kid. And he was like, "No, man, that was awesome." <laughs> he was like, "Bird man, never did that." that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but I felt bad." And so, <laughs> yeah, Bill has to pan that in stereo, dude. And I both say the same thing. Oh man! So I gave him like times. I gave him the agenda CD for free, and yeah. was like, "Sorry." That's oh good. Yeah, that was Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, that was good. This week, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at Project Safe, a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to ending domestic violence through prevention, educational programs, and ongoing supportive services. You can contact them and donate to their cause at project-safe.org. That's project-safe.org. As always, if you see a band in the wild this week, hit up the merch table. Treat yourself to something nice. Small purchases make a big difference to bands out on the road. Filling gas tanks and stomachs, funding studio sessions, and gear purchases. It makes a difference. So many, so many dumb things happened right. in that band. Holy cow. Did we, do the, did we talk about the black dog last time? Uh-uh. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? In the yeah. desert? Uh-huh. Black dog? Oh, uh, right, right. Like right. a literal dog? Well, well no. Well, figurative dog, okay. I guess. More of an, uh, more of, animal? More of, an, more, of, more of an excuse <laughs> for falling asleep while you're driving. Okay. Oh. Um, uh, so, and this is out of whatever, out of context of anything else. But okay. we're driving through the middle of the desert. And the de- driving through the desert sucks, as anybody who's been in a band knows, because it never ends and it's fucking boring as shit. And Matt, you were in, you were with Joseph being the passenger at this point, right? I think that I was, I was asleep. Okay, I yeah, woke up maybe, on the floor. Yeah, I was, I was in the in the passenger <laughs> seat then, I guess. But I had dozed off. Well, that's the okay. So this is in the phase where Joseph was making you stay awake with him while playing Tom Waits or a Woody Guthrie audiobook. Oh god. Um, and and or what was the other thing? Um let's see, Red House Painters. Yeah, Red House oh Painters. My yeah. So he would play <laughs> like one of those three things you know, in the up, middle of the up, night. Upbeat tour music. Yeah, in the middle of the night and be like, No, you gotta stay awake with me. You're with me, right? And so we're driving and I was laying on one of the bench seats and I just remember waking up when my face hit those things, the metal parts of the seat and the you know, the seats are locked into the floor or whatever. And I woke up on the ground with that. And, and I was like, what the fuck? And, and I just heard, heard Joseph in the front going, there's a, a black dog. There's a black dog <laughs> in the street. It was a black. And you had Matt had dozed off. And I guess he probably dozed off too. He must have. And yeah. swerved really hard. And then started like yeah, hollering, insisting that there was this black dog. <laughs> so he was dreaming about a black dog. That must be it. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. What's, yeah. what's funny is, I don't know if it was that tour or some other tour, but I have definitely woken up on the floor of the van after yeah. a stop before because yeah. that's I think that's a because someone a, slammed on the brakes yeah I think that's went, a pretty common yeah. experience yeah well I remember after that when I did that I would put my arm through the seatbelt thing like so that if so that I wouldn't fall off so your the arm same would way be ripped off and yeah stuff. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so I would just lose an arm when and then wake up on the floor um, yeah there was there we did there was a lot of dumb shit that happened to this band like when we have people in on this podcast and they tell stories and like some bands come in and they've got a lot of stories and it's crazy. 
and then other bands come in and they're like, well, one time we were on tour, this one thing happened and it was pretty crazy. And then that's about it. But like, how in the world this band that wasn't really around for that long we re- has I mean, this many really, fucking we, dumb stories? We went on tour four times. Yeah. Uh, like we yeah. did a two and a half month tour. We did like a two week tour. Yeah. And yeah. then we toured England twice. That was yeah. it. Yeah. That was, yeah. I think that was pretty much it. And something yeah. crazy happened every day. I mean, pretty really, much. pretty much every yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so what do you have next? Uh, do you guys remember, uh, was it Columbus, Missouri? Columbus, Missouri. Yeah. Oh, God. That was another one where I, oh, boy. That was a personal low for me. Like, at that point, I was like, my utilities were getting turned off at home. Like, I was, I remember I was trying to sell stuff on eBay, like, over the phone through getting somebody else to sell my stuff on eBay. That, when I think back of all the cool equipment that I had, like the Moogs and Rickenbackers and all those things that I had to sell. Man, that, that was some pretty you cool stuff. You drug habit. I did not. I did not. That's crazy. But uh, but so yeah, that was a show that yeah, was we, not good. No, we played with like, we played with like an electronic band or yeah, something. like dark wave. I want to yeah, say yeah, like in in like a basement of a house that was like a, the fucking moldiest. Like yeah. most, I remember walking into the basement and being like, oh my god, because I have our pretty bad allergies and like, oh, this is not going to go well. It was like mildew with absolutely no ventilation. Yeah, like a brick walls. And we got to this place, and they were like, t- it was a house show, like yeah, you said. Yeah, it was a house show. And like the band was like, the other band, it was not like a, like a, I mean, whatever, professional show in any sense of the, it was just like us and some I think other it was kids. The other, I think it was the people who lived at the yeah. house. It's like yeah. their band. But they also had a band. Matt, do you remember what they were called? Oh, oh uh, yeah. Was this, was it Bin Laden Youth? Yes. Yes, <laughs> Bin Laden Youth. Yeah. Wow. Like you said, heady times. Yeah, you know? yeah. We, uh, yes, 9-11. They had a, a rap group called Bin Laden Youth. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I forgot I think it was they, a rap group. I think they took Matt and Ian upstairs and were like, you want to hear a song? Yeah, it was us and like half a dozen other people, and they were playing the like... You know, like Fruity Loops backtracks with yeah. like talk singing in front of it, yes. like spelling out Taliban and oh my god, just, like uh, like cause just doing that was like they felt like they were being like edgy. really extreme. it was edgy, yeah, yeah, it was super edgy. Um, and then let's see this because because yeah, we were up there uh, hanging out on the top level, and um, and then one of them turned and said. Uh, you guys want to hang out in the fog? <laughs> <laughs> so this was after the show, right? This yeah. was after the show, which during the show, in the in that moldy basement, there yeah. was a fog machine going full blast yes. the entire time, which That's was right. uh, really irritating. Yeah, so I was miserable. And like yeah. at this point, when you guys were doing that, I had tried to go to sleep at that point. And the only place I could find to go to sleep was a love seat next to the front door. And all the lights were on. Nobody would turn any of the lights off. And was I remember... I, was I there for this? or do, I just know. I, I don't think you were i think you just know the story i know the story vividly i feel like i lived it but so i remember laying on this couch and it was like because it was a house show and i don't think we were making enough money to like have liquor with us or anything and i remember thinking like man this just sucks like this sucks i'm selling all my equipment like what the fuck the bands were shitty the show was shitty so i'm trying to lay there and people keep walk like walking by and slamming the door right next to my face and then somebody tripped over my suitcase and fell on top of me and like it just kept getting more uncomfortable. And then I remember you guys all going downstairs to the basement because you were going to go hang out in the fog. And it was like, what is even happening? And then yeah. what happened? No, I don't know. I didn't actually go oh, down you didn't there. Go. I, think, Ian went. I think Ian was the only Ian one who actually went. Of course, which of course was, he did. Ian always yeah. went. If there was yeah. some place to go, he'd be like, yeah, 
I'll go. No, they yeah. they just sat around in the fog. Yeah, yeah. They 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 sat down and cranked that fog machine and and. Man, that must have been really fun. Yeah, just allergic as hell. That sucked. Do you guys remember when we played in Milwaukee? Uh, I do. Cactus Club. Yeah. Yeah, the bar place. Yeah, I remember that being good. Was there something weird that happened? Yeah. My what parents happened? were there and Justin took off all yeah. his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, my mom said, that was the best show I've ever seen. They still talk about it when I go home. My little cousin, Mandy. Yeah, it was like your cousin who was like 16. Yeah, or something. She's, still, that, she's in a band now. It influenced oh, really? her to be in a band. Awesome. Yeah, so. Oh, that's so That's good. all I remember is that's so good. I got like... Not completely naked, but in my underwear at that show, and yeah. like dance whole family. Was there. <laughs> and they loved, they loved it. They loved it. My brother thought it was the coolest thing he'd ever oh, seen. God. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. I this was the only time that my family liked any of my bands. I think that's really <laughs> funny. That's really, especially my brother, right? Man, yeah, that was. I remember like that place was really cool. Cactus yeah. Club was yeah. still a great place. Yeah. yeah, there was the band that we played with, like. The guitar player kept throwing his fucking guitar through the roof. Like oh, I don't had, remember that. They had like a drop ceiling. Yeah, drop ceiling. Yeah, it would come around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like throwing his guitar in, into the roof and catching it. It was awesome. Yeah, what were they called? They were good. Was that that two piece or was it the different one? There was two bands because yeah. there was one that was like a two piece, like kind of bluesy rock, and then this was like a full. They were the headline. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what they were called. They were like really like angry garage rock. Yeah, yeah. It was a good. That was a good show. It was like three garage rock bands. Yeah. It was two local bands and us. We played in the middle. Yeah. There was like a decent crowd of like locals and stuff. And yeah, like I got and dance family and dance mm-hmm. family. And yeah, I got, I got, I felt the spirit in me. <laughs> stripped. You were moved to moved. move to nudity. That was usually a safe bet, though. That 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 would get a good reaction from the crowd if you just yeah. took a bunch of clothes off. Take your clothes. Yeah, off, absolutely. Man. If you're yeah, if you're was. If yeah. you're not, if you're a skinny boy, <laughs> or if you're a fat guy, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just you know, just take it off. Maybe I'll yeah. start doing that at booty boy shows. You Sounds should. like a good idea. Go. That would um, be good. <clears throat> do you guys, uh, do you guys remember when we played in Utah? Oh yeah. Do yeah. we not? Do we not tell this one last time? No, we didn't tell it. Tattoo this... Ryan in the closet. We didn't tell. Oh my god. Is this uh, what's the name of the venue? Um, I have no I idea. Kilby Court. No, it was, it was somewhere different. No, like, we've like, we've forgotten the name of this venue okay. but we didn't play at that place. on okay. purpose yeah we we pulled up to this place and we hadn't really been anywhere in utah yet right no we had never we, yeah we, this is in salt lake city yeah mm-hmm. um oh god I, we probably drove like eight hours to get there yeah, yeah. and and the one the show after it we missed which was a fucking nightmare and we told that story yeah, last we, time but that was the one in in idaho that we missed or whatever it was after the salt lake I think, city show i think we played denver after utah because mm. it isn't Colorado after... No, that would have been the wrong direction. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, go ahead. So, we get <laughs> we get to this club, and uh, we're like, you know, we're loading in and everything, and the door guy's like, all right, I need to see your IDs. Now, before we get to that, this door guy, mm-hmm. he was this big, tall, bald, white mm-hmm. dude, and he yeah. had... A tattoo on top of his head. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys remember what that tattoo was? I'll never was forget. <laughs> I will take this memory to my grave. Also, his name tag. W- would that be the uh, the Air Jordan logo? Yes. That, yeah. would, be, that <laughs> would be the Air Jordan logo. Taking yeah, up his entire full size. Head. Full size. Yeah. Entire head. Yeah. 
His entire head, the Air Jordan logo. Air which Jordan is logo. Fucking Michael then, Jordan dunking, right? Yeah, and then I like believe, the dumbest fucking you have a tattoo swoosh on the back. No, he had the number no. twenty three on the uh, back. Right. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Jesus. He had twenty three on his neck, and on yeah. the entire top of his head was the Air Jordan logo. Yeah, so, and this guy was tall. He was probably like six five. Yeah, or six, six, and he six. had a name tag. That said Tattoo Ryan right. on it. And he was really excited to refer to himself as Tattoo Ryan. He, he introduced yeah. himself as Tattoo Ryan. And I was just like, uh, so are you a jazz fan? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also remember that that guy uh, was really upset that we didn't have, uh, I can't remember what he called them. but Beanies. Beanies, Yeah. What? No beanies? Because yeah. we kept saying that afterwards <laughs> yeah. for weeks. How am I going to cover up this yeah. terrible <laughs> tattoo? Well, that's he went up to the merch table and asked Joseph. He was like, what? No beanies? And then I think Joseph was like, why would you want one? Why would you want to cover that up? But, but the, the best thing about that show was the treatment of our drummer. Right? Oh, yeah. Would you like to, Young Master would you like to tell the story, man? Sure, sure. So, you know... Uh, he taken IDs. They yeah. take IDs. I feel like I said. Oh, I, which, I know what's gonna I feel happen. like the first they thing I said when there. he was like, "I need to see everybody's IDs," and I was like, "No, no, no, it's cool. We're playing." And it was like, "No, we need to see IDs." And right. it was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a shitty show." Yeah, and I mean, like, folks have looked at our IDs before. We just explain, "Hey, our drummer's under twenty-one." That's actually all you really need yeah. to do. To explain. Like, <laughs> that's, everybody's like, yeah, it's fine. He's literally yeah. not a cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so this guy was like, okay, well, what you're going to need to do, uh, we've got a small room uh, back off to the side of the stage. You're just going to need to stay in there the entire time unless you're playing. And yeah. we all have a good laugh about it. And we it all thought, oh, it's like a, a funny room. joke. It's oh, like yeah. A, yeah, that's what, at first we were like, oh, Tattoo Ryan made a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoo Ryan doesn't laugh. Tattoo Ryan didn't And he's make like, yeah, jokes, yeah, you're yeah. going to have to be in this room. And we're like, okay, how bad could it be? Room was generous. As it turns out, yeah, it was like maybe five feet by five feet. <laughs> yeah. And there were like... I feel like there was a sofa in it that touched both, like, three of the walls. <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah. The sofa uh-huh. was touching three of the walls. And let's see. Yeah, so, I mean, I spent about an hour and a half in that room. Uh, I, yes. Just... You, yeah. Basically calling friends from home, being like, you'll never I'm a, believe I'm in where a fucking I am. closet. I'm trapped <laughs> yeah. in a closet in Utah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was out in the club trying to get a drink, and I went up to order a drink, and I ordered a bourbon and Coke, and it was 12 or $13, I think, which was insane, right? Did I mean, we not get drink tickets? No, 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 no. And I was made aware of the law that at least was the law at the time, or at least they claimed it was, I'm sure that they so. had this special contraption that went on the liquor bottle before you poured the liquor in. And so in one hand you had the soda squirter and on the other hand you had the liquor bottle and this O-ring thing that went over it that added water to your drink. And I was like, how about you don't add water to it and just give me less alcohol? And then I realized that the reason why it was so expensive and that they added water to it is that Utah's plan is to try and make you hate drinking. Like they were, they were trying to make it miserable for you, and it was a shitty fucking. It was terrible. It was an awful drink, and I was so irritated. Like at that point, because Matt had been locked in the closet, and all this <laughs> shit was going on, it was like he was trapped in the closet, That's literally. Yeah, and so, and then the band that played before us was like a Mormon emo band. Emo band. Okay, I was trying to think. I, for some reason, I thought Mormo? that they were kind of psych Mormo? rock. Mormo? But no, they were emo. Weren't no, they, they were, they were so, emo. Yeah, they yeah. Were emo. we played with a lot of emo bands. Yeah, we played yeah, with a lot of era. emo bands. We played with a lot of goddamn laptop bands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Product the, of the time. But any of the times that we were with like an actual garage band, it was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This yeah, is great. And, and it was or usually a punk a band decent, or whatever. Yeah, it, it was usually a, a decent show. show. But like, 
so many fucking local emo yeah. bands. Yeah, so we played with this shitty Mormon emo band, and we say Mormon because like they were singing about it, right? Like, yeah. I remember listening to the lyrics, and you uh, and I were t- had talked about it. It yeah. was just like, yeah. what? Did they just say that? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, were they called Magic Pajamas? They might have been. It was songs about Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what they said before every song. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the song is about that time when nobody liked our people and we had to the leave because they killed plates. all of us. <laughs> um, so uh, then they were done and they had a big crowd yeah. and they were done and I remember the crowd stayed in mm-hmm. the beginning and Matt wasn't allowed to come out. Did there was a whole lot somebody of somebody like, had to like lead you to the stage, right? Yes, right. I, I, was, I was escorted <laughs> to the stage with his hand touching my, you, right? Yeah, and I didn't. I get, had to set up your drums. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. to set up my drums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to set up your drums. Tattoo Ryan like held you, right? Like I mean, he had his hand on you. Yeah, like led yeah. you to the stage mm-hmm. with his hand on you, and we got up and everything's ready to go, and we hit the first chord. And Justin flies into the audience, and the entire house, the entire room leaves. Just leaves. Everyone yeah. just leaves. Just it's like they just immediately turn for the door, and we're like, okay, I'm out of here. Immediately. Like, not like, it wasn't like, oh, God, what's happening? What are, it was like, oh, no, okay, we're gone. And they all just left. And so suddenly we're playing, like, the world's most awkward show to literally no one. Right. And Which was an improvement, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, was, I was okay with that, yeah. And then when we were done... You were let out the back door. Yes. They weren't even going to let you go back in the closet. I think no. at that point they were mad at us. I yeah, think. the closet was too good for the likes of us. Exactly. <laughs> like I think at that point it was like, nah, nah. And so I remember you had to stand outside mm-hmm. the back door and looking mm-hmm. in as we were carrying the equipment out. And we had to let out. And they were like, they made us get out right then, too. It wasn't like, you guys can mill around or whatever. It was like, no, 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 get your shit out of here. And so we like busted ass, got everything out, got it all loaded in the van, and then no one would really talk to us. And we were trying to find a place to stay. And it was clear we weren't going to stay with anybody. So we were like, okay, fine. This will be a hotel night. And we were like, you know what? It's going to be okay because tomorrow we have a show where we're going to get a $300 guarantee because it's a college show. Yeah. And so we get in the van and we start driving towards... Moscow, Idaho. Yeah. Oh, we God. start driving towards Moscow, Idaho. And we stopped at a gas station right outside of where the place was. And I asked the lady... Um, hey, so, you know, this was a gas station, and, and I was like, so we're about to head to Idaho. Uh, are there any hotels, like, north of here? You know, is there are there exits with stuff? And she goes, I don't know. I've never been north of here. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, I, I was like, I thought she was joking, and then I was like, oh, she's not joking. Okay. So then we stopped, like, at four or five places, and the hotels were closed. Like, I mean, people were staying in them, but unlike most places where they have, like, a night bell, and you can, like, get some somebody will wake up and be pissed off, but they'll give you a room. It was like, no, this hotel is now closed, and you couldn't stay in it. And we kept pulling over trying to stay in hotels, and we couldn't. And I, I don't remember where we wound up staying up, wound up staying. So, but, wait, so Salt Lake City to Idaho? That's what the drive was? Yeah. That's it was, a massive drive. It was awful. Yeah. And there was black ice all over the mountains, remember? Yeah. And remember Black Ice, the silent killer? Yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh... Fucking Just, Cliff Burton and Metallica, man. That's true. Yeah. And um R.I.P. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so that was some bullshit. That was that wow. was some ridiculous bullshit. And then soon after that was Portland to San Francisco. Which yeah. was also bullshit. Yeah, a lot but of that bullshit. That one's at least more enjoyable. Yeah. The, the the thing that's crazy to me about it was Salt the Lake City show, too, by the way. Was that there are cool places to play in Salt Lake yeah, City? So I've heard. Like, I've talked to people yeah. who've had great Dan times. Told us. Yeah. One of the best venues in the country, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not we didn't play this. We didn't play. It no. wasn't our day. No. We, I think that a lot of our tour was playing the not cool place. Yeah, town. yeah. Was, and then we'd have those shows where it was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And right. then you'd have the show, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? You know, it's weird to me since I wasn't at that show. I mean, we were kind of annoying. I mean, I could see people like being like, meh. But leaving after one note. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. Justin jumped into the audience and they were like, nope, unacceptable. We're out. Like, it was just like, this is too much interaction. The the band must stay on the stage. Like, that was it. Oh, that's what it was? It was him jumping off? Oh, he jumped into the audience and it was like they scattered. Like, it was like you turned a light on. They could deal with the confrontation? Yeah. It was was pretty clear that there were not. There were no shared values there. No. Uh, Yeah, right. But so we. After those, like, I don't remember anything of much consequence happening in Seattle or Portland or anything. I remember on the way to the, the show. The only thing I remember about Seattle is how awesome the uh, experience music. Uh, yeah, music that was, was really cool. Yeah. We That's the place some... where we crossed paths, right? No. Like, we, World Trade Center was on tour. You guys were one day, you guys were there the day before at China something. Is that? We were in Seattle oh, no. for a couple of days. Uh, I know what you're talking about, the Chop, chop Suey. Chop but Suey. We didn't play there, I don't think. Well, we Did were we playing play Chop there. Suey? And you guys had just, like, played, because we saw each other. I think that is where we, we did, did we play, play Chop Suey. We saw okay. each other for, like, five minutes. You guys were, like, leaving, and oh, we were coming yeah. in. Yeah. Cause the, the, that place was beautiful. Cause, yeah, because the uh, bartender at that club was the guitar player for Murder City Devils, who was also what? a Modest Mouse. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So that's um, where we touched on Mouse. this tour. What was that band that wasn't Modest Mouse? Was it? Oh, uh, uh, Ugly Casanova. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So then we, between Portland and San Francisco, we were like falling asleep driving through the mountains. And so we were like, we have to stop at a hotel. We have to stop and stay at a hotel. There's just nothing we can do. We're like, we're going to die in an accident if we don't. So it was ski season, though. And we stopped, and the only hotels in the mountains there were like ski lodge hotels, right? <laughs> Do you remember this? No, I don't. You don't yeah, remember what we wound up doing? This. So we fu- we pulled into a place, and I went in, and I was like, you know, do you have any rooms available? And the guy's like, yeah, but they were like fucking really expensive, like right? Yeah, it was like yeah, hundreds of dollars, and it was just like okay, you know that that's not going to work. But I don't know what to, like. Can we sleep in your parking lot? Like I don't know what to do. And so w- the guy cut us a deal that like they had an empty room that no one was in, and it was already like three in the morning. And he was like, as long as you're out by like six or yeah. something, it was like six, I think, because we had like three hours to sleep and we wound up sleeping for like an hour or whatever. And the guy was like, you know, yeah, you can just, and I don't remember if he just, if we ha- could have it or what it was, but whatever it was, we stayed in this room and, and like, I remember closing my eyes and then immediately opening them and being like, motherfucker, that uh. was so not worth it. <laughs> that feeling. Like, it was uh. awful. But then we get to San Francisco and played with the pattern. Yes. And oh, the pattern. We went to Lookout and, and Chris showed us around and we saw that stuff and we hung out with them. And that was fucking awesome. Yeah, no, San, we were in San Francisco for like three days. Yeah, because that's when we went to see I Spy with Harmar and Chris Applegren, right? The remake of of uh, of I Spy, the TV show. With, with like Owen Wilson yes. and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe we didn't all go. We I don't think split we up. all went. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think. It I was think, so bad. I think I went. I think some of us went and hung out with Chris and like he like took us to like o- some places in like Oakland. Or, yeah, yeah. Or wait, we, did we he saw, live in Berkeley or did he live in Oakland? He lived in Oakland. Okay. We saw movies in on tour twice, both times with Harmar. Yeah, because we mm-hmm. saw Ring, Harry you, Potter. Well, I went and saw The Ring. Some of us went and saw The Ring and some of us went and saw Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. Tour movies. Harmar likes tour movies. He does. Uh, um, but yeah, no, we played at this... What was that place in San Francisco called? Like under the... 
Bottom of the hill. No, no, no. That was was it. That place. Yeah, I yeah. No, it was a different place that we played at. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I don't know. It was like a Cafe du Nord. Cafe du Nord. Oh, that's a good, oh, yeah, that's a good venue. That was cool. That yeah. was yeah, really that, fun. That, that was show a killer was awesome. show. Yeah, yeah, that show was awesome. And then we were after having not slept the night before. Because we stayed in that hotel for two hours, then we went to a party at the Patterns House. Yeah, that was like rock and roll party. Right. Like yeah. it was like all night rager. What the fuck? Like yeah. that was just bananas. Um. Yeah, it was a good time. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That there, was... there are things that happen there that are stories that won't be told. Yes. Um. <laughs> not nothing terrible, but you know, there was just mostly because they can't really be remembered. But um, but that was a yeah that was a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a lift me up show yes. after after several downer shows. Yes, those um, are always the best when you've played like about four bad shows in a row. Yeah, and you have a great show followed by like a great night. I yeah. need to go back at some point. I mean, it would have been helpful to have done this before now, but <laughs> to figure out because I think this was also the same time that we were getting ousted from kindergarten. Oh, no, this is definitely during that time. Because yes. we were in the Pacific Northwest, I think, at a truck stop when our phones got turned off, if I remember correctly. Again, we won't tell that whole story. Wait for the movie, but... Um, TV show. Yeah, or whatever. We- HBO. Webisodes. Yeah. Wait for the webisodes. Um, the, uh, yeah, so that was, it was a real... I think at that point, we turned the corner, or I turned the corner of just being like, fuck it, everything, like... I have no idea what's happening with my life right now. This is just going to get stupid and crazy. And then we met up with Harmar and the Gossip. So was there between San Francisco and L.A., there was... No, we played a show in San Diego. That was the first... Or no, no, okay. So we went to L.A. Yeah, where we played with Lou Barlow. We played a show with Lou Barlow. (laughs) Who did not, was not excited about us. No, I mean... We were not excited about him I don't think we had any interaction with him. I just remember... Well, I mean, he just was pissed off. About everything. It may not have been us. I don't know. I just remember, yeah, we played a show in Silver Lake somewhere. Yeah, we at at a big Silver Lake Lounge. Yeah, it was like a a pretty big venue. You guys had some good venues. Absolutely. West Coast sounds like they were all the good venues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we got, yeah, we got to this club and we're like, we're playing with Lou Barlow. And I was like, I mean, there'll be people here, but they're not going to fucking like us. Yeah, he was him sitting in a chair playing acoustic guitar, being about as sad as he's ever been. Yeah. Like, you think Lou Barlow can be sad? He was made. Just you wait. Yeah, it was so, super sad. So yeah, we opened for Lou Barlow. Nobody at the at the club was into us. Yeah. But after we played, do you remember we met Les? Uh, oh, I forgot all about him. Oh man. So yeah, yeah. The, I, like I'm standing alone at the bar, like yeah. watching Lou Barlow play his "Sad Bastard." It was music. our L.A. moment. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, "I really loved your band." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a lawyer. I represent musicians. Blah blah blah. And yeah. he's like, I'm. Do you guys have management? Yeah. And I was like, no. we laughed. You no, were like, I mean, ah! I was just. No one wants to manage this. Like, was, sir, we're just barely managing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just Unmanageable. Like, I was yeah. like, no. And yeah. so this guy, he like gives me his card, and I immediately give it to Ryan. I yeah. was like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, guy. yeah. <laughs> And uh, but like, and that know. almost went some places. Yeah, like no, no, had, did, like yeah. American was interested. In, like there was some stuff that was happening from that. That was actually kind of exciting. Yeah. Oh, that was the guy who got American. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he got us. He got us a, a few uh, opportunities. Yeah, that, there was some that, stuff that, that was we did yeah. not do much with, but still, yeah, yeah he, he we yeah. broke up before anything could have happened. Yeah. But um. But so after that show, yeah, <clears throat> we were going <laughs> to. 
Because we were about to start touring with Harmar. We're about to start touring with Harmar. Our tour with Harmar started the next day. Yeah. But Harmar was having a record release party in Los Angeles that night. Yes. At this place. It's like a bar above the Roxy called yeah, On the Rocks. On the Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and classy. So we we like got in touch with Harmar and he was like, Yeah, come to my record release party tonight. Mm-hmm. There was a password. Do you remember the password? I don't. I don't, I, I don't remember. Now that you say that, I totally remember that there, there was a password. Yeah, he was like, right. okay, you need to tell the doorman oh this God. password. And we yeah. were like, all right, this is... I don't list. even remember there being a lot of people there either. I mean, there were people, but I don't remember it being like password worthy. Oh, but I, I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. I, I mean, I remember there being people there. We were pretty drunk, Specific too. people. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It was it was a quality, not quantity of people. That's true. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So we... Uh, so we're, we go down. Is it? It's in Hollywood, right? Is yeah. The Roxy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like it's right on yeah. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's right on Sunset yeah. Boulevard. Sunset so, Boulevard. Yeah. So we find a place to park on Sunset. We go to this this yes. club. All right. We get to get right, the password. Right. The Sunset sign. Yeah. We walk up. So we, as soon as we walk in, Nick Zinner from the AAS is being kicked out of the party. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, hey, I know that How guy. How does that guy get kicked out of a party? I feel he was like taking he was... photographs. Oh, that's right, because oh, there, were, there were famous people there, right? Because right? the so, AAS weren't famous they were, I mean, they were... They were as famous as the people he was taking pictures of. Yeah. So At like, that point, yeah. 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 So, yeah, Nick Zinner's getting kicked out of the party. Harmar is, like, throwing a fit. Um, because because he he's getting kicked because out? Because he's getting kicked out. We um, we go inside. Um, Jack, Jack Osborne is there. Yeah. And yeah. he's hanging out with Kurt Cobain's little sister, like yeah. his like half sister or something, yes. who was like a teenager at the time. Uh-huh. And they're like Jack Osborne is literally passed out, face down, <laughs> on a at a table. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is fucking surreal. <laughs> it was. It was totally like, what is happening? And so we we go and we're hanging out with Harmar and we're talking to Harmar and he's like, you guys just missed the craziest shit. And I was like, crazier than this. And he's like. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just had uh, Fred Durst and the lead singer of Puddle of Mud kicked out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That's amazing. Yeah, he was like, they were. Oh. He was like, they were trying to come in. I was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let the agenda in. <laughs> yeah. Don't let real rock stars yeah. in. <laughs> like he's kicking out these douchebags uh. to let us in. So, um, so we hang out at that party all night, you know, for like hours and hours. We met the gossip that night. Okay, yeah. We met Hero. Yeah. We met everybody that we're going to be on tour with. Yeah. And, like, um, our roadie Joseph, he was, like, there was some girl he was friends with in San Diego. And that oh, was where we yes. were. yes. Yeah, yeah. And that was where we were playing our next show. Uh-huh. And so he's, like, all right, let's, I want to go. Yeah. And, but Harmar was, like, you can stay with us. Yeah. Like, he was, like, we... We in the gossip already. We already have a hotel. Yeah. He's like, you guys can just crash with us, and and so I was like, let's stay. Me and Ian were both like, let's stay, let's stay, yeah. let's stay. But Joseph was our designated driver. Yeah. And so he was like, no, I want to go. I want to go to San Diego. And so we were like, fuck. All right, fine. Yeah. So we're leaving the club, <laughs> and we're walking down the street, <laughs> and we noticed that our van where we had parked is blocked in. Yes. The van blocked that's blocking us in has the Epic Records logo on it. Uh huh. Yeah, big white van with the Epic Records logo. Like a big logo. Yeah. Like big, on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Van door opens up. Two people step out. Stumble out. Step Stumble out. out. Step is generous. Those people are Courtney Love uh-huh. and Kelly Osborne. Yes, they were. <laughs> Wait, we didn't tell this last time. No, we didn't. No. Okay. Ryan Ryan Lewis being quick of mind. <laughs> Popped out his camera, which which was 
at, of the time a disposable yeah, d- camera. Disposable camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. With a flash. My high quality disposable camera. Pops it out. He's like, holy shit. And Ryan just snaps a, bam. Right? snaps a photo of. No shame, just like right yeah. in their faces. Yeah. Like, fuck this shit. This is hilarious. That snaps a photo of Courtney Love and Kelly Osborne. Courtney Love is like, hey! She starts screaming at yeah. us. Screaming at us. Yeah. It's like, what, what the fuck? And we're yeah. like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. And she's like, are you guys a band? And yeah. we were like, uh, yeah. Like, she's yeah. like, are you one of those the, the bands? bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we were like, yeah. Guilty as charged. We are like, yeah. And she's like, where are you from? L.A.? And I, we were like, no, we're from Athens, Georgia. Suddenly she's like, oh. Yeah. R.E.M., Michael, I love our Athens, blah, blah. And she, then suddenly she's like really nice and is like talking to us and stuff. And she's like, do you guys have a demo tape? And we are like... <laughs> No, we have a CD, and she's like, "I don't want that." <laughs> <laughs> and then they just they got they and then, got rushed away. Yeah, right? well, well, no, then they, they yeah, like she they just like walk off down the street. The, the my favorite thing about it was yeah, like she mentions Michael Stipe, like she's dropping names to us right. who are yeah. nobody. nobody. Yeah. Like, and she, yeah. she, like she's bragging that, like are, they were yeah. just hanging out at Winona Ryder's house. Oh, that's right. I forgot and about that. I, I like yeah, make yeah. a stupid joke like, oh, you better check your purse because Winona Ryder was just like, <laughs> oh, they didn't like that, arrested. Did they? No, uh, no, uh, she was Too so fucked up. She actually literally checked her purse. It was, <laughs> it was, that's it was, right. I forgot about that. It was really confusing <laughs> to everyone. Because she didn't realize you were joking. She was yeah. like, wait, what's happening? So I'm a deadpan delivery. It was, that was super awkward. So Weird. we got in the van. We drive to San Diego. Yeah. The next night, Gossip and Harmar show up. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, dude, why didn't you fucking stay? Yeah. So what happened was, like, literally, as we passed ships in the night with Courtney Love, Courtney and Kelly Osborne go back to the goat. They're going. Did to... you make that connection? Jack was there. Why didn't you think they were going? No, there? I mean, you I... knew they were going. There. Uh, I figured yeah. that's where they were going. Okay. Well, anyway, they didn't. Courtney was like, "Oh no, you guys are staying with me tonight," and invited Harmar and the gossip right. to stay at her house. Oh, that's my right. God. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so, fucking Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, man. Holy cow! I don't know that I would ever. I could have taken him. all kinds of dumb pictures there. Oh yeah, so like they <laughs> stay. Disposable uh, camera at the fly. So while we're going to San Diego, so that our roadie can like hook up with some girl, like the bands that we were on tour with are hanging out at Courtney Love's house. Yeah, and she's like showing him Kurt Cobain's guitars oh. and like fucking like. Trying to do and doing like drugs with them and shit yeah. like that and yeah. like uh, Jesus yeah like we we totally could have like and you were we in could've... because of Athens too like it would have oh yeah no amazing. we were in. Yeah. yeah no I mean I don't care I, we, it yeah. would have just been the fucking craziest thing that had ever happened yeah absolutely but so we missed that so that's so do we have that picture show. do we have that picture still yes I have I can we do have it okay can we'll, we put that on the website yeah, yeah yeah please like let me take a picture of it or scan it or whatever and we'll yeah. put it up for the episode so at, in a little while when we had we had a little while off we stopped at a Walmart in Texas and did the like one hour photo developing thing I think we were getting the oil changed on the van or something at the time and um, you could pick borders to go around the pictures like I would print out <laughs> you know, your picture, like, with, like, a bunch of copies or whatever, and then you cut them out, and so you could pick a border. And again, in the post-9-11 world that we were living in... Oh, yes. There was, as, you know, there continues to be, but at the time... Everywhere. It was a lot of fetishization of of soldiers and cops and firemen. And so I picked the American Heroes frame, 
that said American Heroes on it and had was was surrounded by <laughs> headshots of firemen and police officers and soldiers. Like a eagle. And, yeah, and like a fucking eagle. And then this picture that was like a terrible picture. Like photographic-wise, it's an awful picture. Like they're like, the flash is like fucked it up and it just, they look ridiculous. They look like they look, ghouls. They do yeah. look like ghouls. And in the background is the Sunset Boulevard sign, right? Like, is that yes. what it says right yeah, there? Like it's, it's like, like right over them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just what a, what a garbage thing and yeah. it was so great it was i carry that yeah. post- and we but, so we got a bunch of them made yeah. and we mm-hmm. gave them with like we gave them to everyone we played with remember yeah we, would yeah. Gi- we were giving the, the the pictures to the other band like we'd be like oh yeah check this out oh no we have more here take one yeah, yeah. Um, this is for you so there's god this <laughs> wallet is size picture. i can't wait to yeah so this will be on oh no there's less okay i thought it was all like cops and soldiers but there's also the statue of liberty yeah. the a really big dumb flag and a yeah there's a lot of, there's a multiple flags this is a dumb picture it's so good um yeah so that'll be on the website for you to check out because oh, wow that's some good yeah, stuff it's like that weird air 90s airbrush yeah photoshop before photoshop kind of thing but yeah, it was still nice. in the 2000s and after photoshop but you know whatever but they didn't but they didn't do that with photoshop they did that like with corel paint no like <laughs> somebody did that by hand probably <laughs> Um, that's on the wall somewhere they actually got the Statue of Liberty and those flags and everybody to get in frame at once so they could take a picture um, so uh, so then a- after that oh did we tell the story about the El Paso about the liquor bottle the empty Jack Daniels bottle and the jacuzzi no this, I remember playing we played in El Paso with Harmar and the Gossip that show was right on the border yeah remember it was like really weird like we got lost on the way to the show and I remember thinking like uh, like, oh shit, where are we? Oh, wait a minute, this is the border to Mexico. Like, it wasn't a big border crossing, but there was like a wall there. Mm-hmm. See, there was already a wall. It was the preliminary. Maybe steps. that was what America was great. Maybe the wall went away and he's trying to bring it. I don't know. But anyway, so we were, we were kind of lost. And I remember kind of, that was the first time I'd ever seen the border that way. And, uh, and I remember re- like there was a, a bus station right there mm-hmm. that you could go to two places. You could go to LA or Chicago, I think. And basically, it was like if you could get across the border and get on that bus, you then win. You were, yeah, then like you got in basically. But so we played. What? Go ahead. Also at the border, there was a McDonald's with a giant McDonald's. Oh sign my god! Yes, pointed southward. Yes, it was, and it was tall enough that it was over the wall. Like cause basically, so you <laughs> yeah. could see it in the poorest fucking part of Mexico because that's yeah, that's Juarez like Juarez. Is Juarez, like, Juarez is yeah, like, it's like a, yeah, it's like one of the. The most dangerous. Like, yeah, and so sad. Like I remember looking across the border and just being like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" No, because there was like a hill where you could like see yeah. into whereas, and there's like no light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it was you're right. There was the McDonald's thing, and there was I think there was a couple others too. It was like basically it was just like America being like, "Come on, come on." Walmart yeah. side. Uh, yeah. So um, so we played that show and uh, and it was I, it was a pretty great show I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it was that was a good show. Yeah, and so Harmar, as he did all these times, was just like, yeah, just come with me. I have a hotel. And we were like, no, we don't have any money, you know. And he was like, no, no, no. I mean, just the most gracious tour mate ever was just like, no, 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 just stay with us. Whatever, we'll figure it out. So we went to this uh, hotel that had a indoor pool and jacuzzi. But before that, okay, we went to a All Prince dance night with, like, Mexican indie rock kids? Do you remember oh, wow. Yes, yeah. Well, because a couple of them had actually, like, 
like hopped the border that night for the show and were planning on oh. going back. Like that's that's right. That Kids just, hopped the border for shows then, right? Yeah, that was just yeah. a thing that wow. they did back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that but, doesn't happen. But anymore. yeah, so so we were hanging out with them, and I think that there was like some. Was there like a gay bar with a foam party, too? Matt just went to that by himself. Maybe yeah. that was just me. <laughs> was, so we split up for a while. Matt went to a foam party <laughs> at a gay bar. Um, and then we wound up at this hotel that had an indoor pool that was like two stories tall. Like it had this big open area and everything. Um, and there was this jacuzzi. And I remember it's like I have very vague memories of that night because it was very drunken. And like I remember being in the in the jacuzzi drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. Um, and then sort of everyone like wandering off and going to sleep and waking up in the morning to go check out of the hotel. And I walked by the, uh, walked, walked by the pool room and looked in and there's an empty bottle of Jack Daniels spinning around in the jacuzzi. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just such like a perfect moment for that. And so then we went to Denny's with Harmar and the gossip. And that was when Harmar decided he was going to order breakfast, but he also wanted lunch, so he ordered both, <laughs> and then ate both meals. Um, and he was really excited about That's it. That's not that what brunch like, is. No. Brunch isn't both. It's, it's a, a different compromise. Way. Yeah, yeah. It's them together, not as two separate plated meals. Uh, and then, yeah, so we had, we had, those were some good shows. And then, though that was also, he had Lori Barbero yeah. um, from Babes in Toyland on tour with him. Yeah, she and, was his driver slash, like, roadie. Yes, and she was fucking awesome. And then he had this Japanese dude with him. Hero. Hero. Tanaka, was, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it was, yeah, his name is Hero. Yeah, oh, he's he's still out there. Yeah, he still yeah. does yeah. this. He still goes with bands. and uh, He lives in America full time now. Oh, he does? Yeah, he's in L.A. Yeah. He was he was roommates with um with Matt Kurz for a little while. Really? Yeah. He he knows everyone that we know in what? a million different ways. Didn't That's he also tour with like Poison uh, the Well, P T Dub? Yeah. Oh would, yeah. Well, he would just come over to America like at this yeah. time. at the time. Yeah. yeah. He would just come over and then he would just stay here for like six months just yeah. touring with bands. Yeah. Selling merch or whatever. Yeah. He would stuff. just sell yeah. their merch and, and tour and take pictures. And take pictures. Do you remember he took pictures? That yeah, was this was before smartphones and Facebook. No. And he took pictures of every meal he had. Yeah. And I remember thinking it was the funniest Way thing. Ahead of his time. He was so ahead of his time. But I remember we were at the uh, in Tucson <laughs> at the. Um, at uh, the Hotel Congress, which was, God, that was another oh, awesome yeah, place. Maybe that is the best venue. Yeah, right? that place is fucking great. And he, because, yeah. Is that the place where they caught John Dillinger? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's the place where they have, like, it's the, it's like the hotel bar is the club, and they yeah. let you stay there oh, for man, free, and everybody place. gets as many rooms as you want. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, that night, that, that, that was an awesome show. And they had this great restaurant, and we were eating at this restaurant, and they had a pie carousel, like, from an old diner thing. And we were, like, all eating, and Hero just wouldn't stop filming the pie carousel as as <laughs> he was, like, taking pictures and filming this carousel just spinning around. Oh, yeah, for, like, the first 15 minutes, yeah. we, were, we were just straight up, like, Where's Hero? Yeah. And and finally we, we see that, yeah, he's filming the pie carousel one level at a time. <laughs> but he was waiting for each level to do a full rotation, a full rotation so yeah. he could get the whole spread. Yeah, yeah. He really loved to take pictures of food. It was really good. I think he actually has photography shows now, too. Like, I think he Probably. may, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but so uh, I remember going, I think it was the last show that we had with Harmar, was in somewhere in Texas, and I think the El Paso was the last show. Was it? Yeah. Because we stayed. No, no, no. Because we stayed at this other hotel where you all screen printed um, T-shirts in the gossips room. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. we all had those gossip T-shirts that you guys screen printed. But we went to a biker bar with Lori. Do you remember? Maybe all of us didn't go. Some of us may have stayed at the hotel. I don't, I don't remember. It, it was in Maybe some. We did. It, it was in Texas, and like I forget what 
It's a weird part of North Texas. Yeah. And we went, and I think it actually was snowing lightly or something. Um, maybe that was the next day, but but we went to this like total like total straight up biker bar, and I remember walking in, and we were all like, uh, and she was like, no, nah, it's cool, we got this, <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay, and so um, and it was like it was, there was like a cover band playing that was like t- I think it was just like two dudes, and it was ridiculous, like it was yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, like the drummer had one of those like Phil Collins headsets, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff. That, I did feel. Perhaps the most unsafe I've felt at in tour. Yeah, in really? that one bar. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bikers are yeah, there's intimidating they're dudes. Did we tell the stories about forgetting his bass? No, we didn't. Oh, oh well, God. God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. These are the classics. All right. So uh... I got really used to with the agenda having to make sure that I told everybody, like, because I was always trying to organize everything, and it would be like, just make sure you remember all your stuff, right? And I thought, we're going to England to go on tour <clears throat> to play with our band. <laughs> And so I felt like I probably didn't have to remind people to bring their instruments. But we got to the airport, and Ian got there. He met us there because he was staying with his family that weekend. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. He shows up at the airport, and he walks in, and he's like, hey, guys, let's do this. And I was like, where's your bass? And he was like, holy shit. (laughs) So he had to call his mom, who had just dropped him off at the airport. She had to go back to her house, get his bass, bring it back to the airport to get on the plane. Um, and I remember that was like a, a whole thing. Like, we might not get it in time. And the plane, yeah. And this is right post 9 11, right? Yeah, it was so real. Travel yeah. was very challenging. Oh, and they took all of our equipment apart. Remember, they opened up your cases and everything. Oh, yeah. You were really, oh. you were like, I remember how, because you were like, my keyboard case only goes back together one way. Like, everything has to be there a certain way. Or it just falls apart. Yeah, and then they just took it apart, and then they were looking at you. Like, it fell apart, and they were looking at you like, what the fuck? And you were like, I just told you. Yeah, that was, because you couldn't go anywhere near your stuff. Right. Remember? It was like, you couldn't touch it. Oh, my God. That was so stressful. Wow. (sighs) So we go to Eagle, and we play all those shows and do all those things. And uh, when we went, when we left America, I had gotten everybody, I had all of our work visas, and I had all of our airplane tickets and everything and i gave everybody their tickets i was like okay everybody you got your passports here's your tickets this is your ticket to england and your ticket back make sure that you don't lose it blah 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 and so we play shows in england there's all this stuff happens and then we're on our way back to america and we're on in the van and the airport is not in london it's like 40 minutes away and we're almost to the airport we started seeing the signs for the airport, and I was like, all right, everybody, everybody's got their bags ready, everybody's got your tickets, and Ian goes, I see him getting nervous and shuffling some stuff, and everybody's like, yep, got my ticket, yep, got my ticket, and he's like, you didn't give me my ticket. And I was like, oh, no, I, we, you know, everybody had their tickets, and he was like, no, 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 I just, it was like the receipt, I, I just threw it, it was, I threw it away right before we left. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And he was like, no, 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 that wasn't the ticket. That was just like the the stub from my ticket from Atlanta. I didn't need it. I just, and he was like arguing with himself about it. (laughs) And he had literally kept it on him for like the whole two weeks we were in England and threw it away that morning in London. And it was like, yeah, no, we can't turn around. Like, there's no way. 
So we had to go to the airport, and he had to buy another ticket. Yeah, he had to pay... We had to pay like $200 yeah. or 200 pounds. <clears throat> and I remember we ditched – we got to the airport and we were like, you know what? Figure it out. And we were like, we're not going to miss this flight. So we – and he got, he got it and caught back up to us and everything was fine. But Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding Classic me? Ian. I mean, man, Ian, I love you. But uh, dude, wow. Yeah, that was – It was amazing. That was an amazing one. Yeah. And then to end it, do you guys remember the hurricane that ended our career? So, we had a show booked. There's in- so many jokes that I'm holding in right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a show booked in New York City. This okay. is after our second England show. The darkness. Oh, when we were supposed to play with the yeah. darkness. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a the darkness. were playing. Where were they mm-hmm. playing at the Bowery? Yeah. They're playing at the yeah. Bowery Ballroom. We were. I op- blocked this out. We were opening for the darkness. Yeah. Specifically, though, we were playing for Columbia Records. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, or whoever, whatever fucking label had signed the darkness. Like Ian had, yeah, Ian had worked this out. Not Ian Cohn from the agenda, no, but Ian, Ian Johnson, Ian, our Ian, British label yeah, dude. Ian Johnson, he had set this up for us. So we were gonna open for the for the darkness yeah. at the Bowery, and there were gonna be reps from Columbia Records there to mm-hmm. see us. Yeah, we. And this was at the point when like American was in. There were labels interested. We yeah, were, like on the verge of maybe doing something. A little buzz. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we get to the Atlanta airport and there's a fucking hurricane off the East coast. Like it's in North, it's like right off North Carolina. Yeah. And so they keep delaying our flight. Yeah. Oh my God. Keep delaying our flight. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. All, I blocked all this. I out totally of my mind, blocked I this out. Yeah. yeah. So we were at the, we were at the <laughs> Atlanta airport for like six hours. Oh, just Jesus. waiting. This for, is a very almost famous. And moment, it was like, right? yeah. And it was like, Oh, it's, it's getting close to loading time. Yep. And well, then uh, get I think close it was, to sound check time. And then it was like probably like seven o'clock. We called the we called Panthers, who we had toured with, in England, yeah. and we were like, "You can take our spot." Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Because we were using their equipment. Like That's they were right. going to pick us up at the airport. And take yeah, us to the show let us and use let their us equipment. equipment. That's right. Yeah. And, and so, as we know, the Panthers went on to be a top forty band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know the Panthers today from their numerous hits. Um, the, uh, because hip hop is not the only thing yes. on the radio. The yeah. Panthers are. They changed. They changed their name to Twenty One Pilots, <laughs> and then the rest is history. But so that, yeah, that was. I mean, and we did. That wasn't our last time no, that we I were going to play a show. But that was definitely. But that a, was like our last. That was like a last um, chance for a piece of the action. Yeah, was yeah. A, that was seeing that was, it slip between your fingers, going. We were almost there. That was it. Yeah, I mean, that was when I gave there. up. My heart was no longer. Yeah. After, after, after that. that, I don't think we played shows for any reason besides just, just to have. Show. I don't know yeah. that you you may have not played shows with us after that because or did you? But I know um, that we played that one awful show at Caledonia. Without, well, we played an awful show without you. No, it was without me. No. I watched it. No, but we played one at the Earl. <laughs> That we, did we talk about that Earl show that was like literally one of the worst oh, shows that anyone's ever we had? We want to talk about that? Where Sean Sawyer, who had to play with us with a broken foot. Yeah, he had a broken foot. He was filling it on drums. And Ian accidentally walked backwards off the stage and pulled his entire bass rig off. <laughs> and, and everyone in the audience like moved out of the way and was just like, nah. Yeah, and we were playing with Panthers. Yeah. Because they were on tour. And we were like, oh, we'll play, we'll play with you in Atlanta. Yeah. We are, we were arguing with each other in the microphones, yeah. like talking shit about each other, like it was just garbage. I think it might have been the, like the last original agenda show. Yeah, and the guy handed me the sound man handed me a CD of the show, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" Like, ah. <laughs> ah. Um, and at somewhere I have it, I have to find it because like at some point I was like, "Man, I would love to like almost wow, put yeah. that out as like this might be the worst show that a band ever had." <laughs> 
Like a band that had once had quite good shows. This was a fucking garbage pile. But um, yeah, it was a good time, guys. It was a good time. Yeah. 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 You know what? We had a lot of fucking stupid things that happened. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Being in the agenda is one of the best things that I ever did in my life. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. I, and I love all you guys. Yeah. Oh. We yeah. love you, too. Yeah. Gonna miss now you you're guys. moving. I know. Yeah, man. now he's leaving. I'll miss you guys. Yeah. We'll miss you, too. All right. You got to come back. I will. We'll go. Maybe we'll go there. I don't know. A we're gender reunion to, in Nashville. Nashville There'll be zero people there. <laughs> Joseph will show up. Joey. Joey will show up. <laughs> Uh, sell merch. Yeah. His oh, merch. man. O- open up the old <laughs> kissing sell booth. Yeah. <laughs> selling his, own, his bar. Selling his own records again. Yeah. Uh, and his kissing booth. Yep. Yeah. He had the kissing booth. He. There were nights where he made more at the merch booth than we did just because he had that kisses for a dollar job. Yeah. And I Joseph think, also was a handsome man. I think yeah, that picture is... Nerd. I think that picture is... The, pitch, the, the plastic picture that used to say kissing kisses a dollar is still in my house somewhere. But... um. Yeah, man, you, good times. You need to, uh, to find all these things. Open up a museum of uh, <laughs> shitty no, next tours. Next Kinder like, we'll put that on the booth. Open up a museum of things that people don't care about. Yeah. Um, well, guys, that was a good time. Yeah, man. Thanks, thanks for being here on this little show that we do. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Load In, Load Out, a Toy Story podcast produced in Athens, Georgia, by me, Bill Fortenberry. Our hosts are Ryan Lewis and Cash Clark. If you enjoy the show, hit us up with a review on iTunes or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Load In, Load Out. Thanks for joining us as always, and we'll see you next week.